Welcome to Heating Up. Yeah, it's a podcast about climate change, our dangerous future, and what you can do about it. Also, we do about five minutes on Game of Thrones. Or whatever random thing pops into my mind. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, you can like us or subscribe. Yeah, we're not going to forget this time. Comment. So you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, as clearly you have, or at heatinguppodcast.com, or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Or our non really existing Instagram. You know, um, maybe I'll post some pictures from Denios this weekend. Yeah, we'll talk about our trip to Denios here in a minute. Speaking of Game of Thrones, we've got, what, only, after today, only one more week till we can cancel our subscriptions. Oh, that's true. We only t- I wonder how well I timed that. Probably not well. Not to pay for Game of Thrones for like, or HBO for a couple of weeks where I'm not going to watch anything. Yeah. No. Whatever. It's like your gym membership. I don't have one of those. <laughs> so don't waste any money on that. Yeah. Not that not big of a fear, fool. Not to fear. Well, you know, I got to say spoilers i guess i don't care anymore i'll say that it just they've really they came up to the uh point where i've been wondering how this one thing's gonna turn out now i know and uh what else am i supposed to care about whatever it's all right i'll keep watching because what am i gonna do i've been watching this for like yeah you're ever. committed you got two hours left you're like yeah what am i gonna do not it, yeah. whatever but yeah game of thrones yeah really basically just about a week and a half till we can cancel our subscriptions Stop paying uh, that fifteen a month. I did want to see that Chernobyl documentary. Ooh, I did watch the now. first episode. Did you? Yeah, it's I pretty feel, good. I, I I don't want to get into it because I feel like that's a trap to get me to not cancel my subscription immediately. Or enjoy the last few weeks that you already paid for. Uh, yeah, maybe. Who knows? I kind of liked it. Uh, it's a little tough to watch. You know, it's about Chernobyl. It's about Chernobyl. You yeah. know, it doesn't. It's not great. It's not a rom-com? It doesn't go great for anybody. Uh, I mean, the one benefit is it's like I can laugh at... Okay, it's Ukraine, but Russia. You know, like I can laugh at it. You can can laugh at Chernobyl. Is that what you're telling me? I can laugh at the idiocy of the Russians. Oh, don't don't tell anybody what's going on. Cut all the lines of communication. It didn't explode. You are confused. (laughs) Uh, So I can laugh at Russians in that way. Not the people who are being miserably melted alive, but... I don't really feel like it's a laughing matter, but okay. Oh, wow. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Fine. I thought the Russians were the bad guy in every 80s movie Ukrainians. I went. Whatever. Let's... I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. Anyways, any other plans? Anything exciting? Today was the last day of the Premier League Soccer. In my third podcast uh, about Premier League Soccer... We had Man City win it this week. That was not great. No, I'm mean, not going I could, to I could talk more soccer. about soccer Please if no. you want. Please don't. No, I would Champions love to League. not ever talk about it again. <laughs> Let's not discuss sports. Let's make that a rule. <laughs> I love that you have like, all right, we're going to do a talk, but we can't talk about news. We can't talk about sports. I don't watch any shows but Game of Thrones and I can't That's spoil not true. It. I just don't have any new shows. I've watched all the shows already. <laughs> you don't. I don't think you want to discuss the New York Housewives, do you? It, let's do it this no, is your I, secondary podcast <laughs> no it's not i would but i can't get the newest episode on hulu so i can't i cannot wait to see what luann does this season <laughs> cannot is one of wait. them named luann that doesn't seem the countess luann the countess yes That's she was a... married to a count when i think of names for countesses luann does not really she's got a great story does she's she? got a great story. she's got to she, you have to watch it <laughs> okay. i mean it's the, it's the best it's well i don't know I, all of the housewives are really something they're all something else you know but anyway the new season of it can't get on hulu yet so i'm desperately awaiting my housewives you've been running mm, no i have not i have not i have not been running uh okay okay you've been running i've been going to the gym and doing treadmill running that's good thinking uh. about joining a gym Thinking about it still. <laughs> still thinking about it. Mulling okay. it over. New week, new you. New week, new me. 
birthday's coming up both of ours yeah in june another another year older well here's so my the reason i started going back to the gym is i had signed up to do a 100 mile bike ride on my birthday Ooh, and i signed up well i signed up back in like december and i was like oh yeah i'm i'm i haven't been on my bike for a couple months but i could get back into it i you know when i was ending i was running riding a good 50 miles a weekend on a ride i was like i could get up there and do a 100 mile ride then I never got on my bike. <laughs> uh, well, I got on it a little bit a it few happens. times, but uh, about a month ago, I had the realization that I was like, mm, "No, it's this not, is not going to happen." It's not so gonna work. I, 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 you know, came to peace with the fact that I wasn't going to be able to do that bike ride, and I was like, "Well, I got to get myself back into some shape." Um, and I hate Facebook because it's got those like, "See where you were, see your memories." Oh, and, you're like, just like this time last triathlons. year, I was gearing up for a big race, so I did uh, a half Ironman last June. And so in the like early May, it was kind of like my peak training time. I would, you know, seeing pictures of myself running 12 miles or riding a lighter. bike. Yeah. 56 miles in the hills or something. And I'm just like, oh, yikes. Uh, this ooh. new year knew me wasn't great. <laughs> this, new, this new year knew me was a worse year. Worse me. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so yeah, it's been the impetuous to get me back into the gym a bit. Stop eating so much candy bars. So um, then if you're not doing your 100 mile bike ride, what will you do? For well, here's the day? thing. We were, Shirley and I were going to make that uh, vacation day. We were going up to Tahoe because that's where the bike ride was. It was going to be all around Lake Tahoe ah. um, and like up to truck. Now you're going to have to watch everybody else running the bike. You can't no, do that. No, here's That'll the thing. There's a beer festival that weekend. Where? In South Lake Tahoe, oh. where we're staying. And so what I'm going to do, since I already paid for it, I'm going to go up there and pick up my free t-shirt. Okay. Good. <laughs> I bought that t-shirt. And then take it to Beer Fest. And then take it to Beer Fest. No, I'll probably end up taking my bike up there and wrapping out after 30 miles or something. And then, yeah, but that'll save me a lot of time because a 10 mile or a hundred mile bike ride. Right. So this will be like, you know, an hour or two of riding and then I can stop and not be dead. And Shirley and I can enjoy the nice weekend. Oh, that sounds nice. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my birthday. Uh, I was just thinking about it. I was like, all of my plans, all of the things I wanted to do were food related. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to do my favorite foods of Sacramento world tour. What's that going to include? What are you uh, doing foods Oh, of man. Well, I had to narrow it down because brunch, there's a million places that I could go for, for brunch. If you had to pick one place to go for brunch, where would it be? Okay, I haven't. Shit, this is Three, way too hard. Two, one, brunch. Uh, no, I failed. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite brunch place is. I you haven't tried them all. a big game about brunch, and I haven't heard a single recommendation. Well, there's a bunch of places I want to go that I haven't been. Like, okay, Par- where's the places you want to go? Paragary's. I want Paragary's. to go to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, n- it's not new. It's been around your entire life. But great. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, well, the big things that I really want is I want the uh, lemon cooler cake from B- Freepoint Bakery. I want okay. that. Straight up, I want that. Uh, I want to go to Gunther's. I want both the ice cream and the fruit freeze. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, and I don't want them mixed. I don't, like, I know there's like a thing where you can get the fruit freeze with the ice cream and then fruit freeze again. No, no, no. I want them as separate items, completely unrelated to each other. Um, I also should give a try to the other classic Sacramento fair. Is it Vicks? Vicks, yeah. Vicks. I've never actually been. So, you know, maybe it's just an ice cream world tour, which would be great because I'm semi-dairy intolerant. But, you know, if it's worth it, pill. it's Don't worth they it. they have like a thing you can take now? Or, you know, sometimes you just have to decide, like, is it this problem, this later problem worth this current enjoyment? And usually the answer is yes. Yes, yes it is. Um, and then I want pizza. I, I want... do the same thing with my deadly peanut allergy. <laughs> of course you do. Of course. <laughs> It's just peanut butter worth it. It's absolutely. Every time. That's why I keep an it EpiPen on. It is always worth oh. it. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to try a bunch of different pizza. All the different pizzas in Sacramento. What's your favorite pizza place? Three, two, Maybe one, one speed, but probably, I don't know. I don't know. One speed? One speed. 
it's like uh cute it's small the owners are like literally in there and see you i kind of like that aspect of it i like all pizza i can't pick a favorite derek this is why i want to go on the on the sacramento food tour i want to try it all one of the nice things about being here is we have so many food festivals that's true. But you don't go out to the crowds. You don't go to the festivals. Like, the there's f- just like the Greek festival this week. I actually um, would really like the Greek festival. I never, I always forget. Yeah. I just forget those things. Mm. There's too many. There's almost too many to grab my attention. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Don't judge me. So lots of food for your birthday. Yeah, lots of food. That's all I came up with. It's a month away, so you got some time to figure out. I'm hoping out. some movies are coming out around my birthday. You know what movie I really want to see? That's semi-related to this podcast. Uh, Woman, Woman at War. War. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It looks so good. I can't. We don't. It's nowhere. It's you nowhere in Sacramento it. yet. It's only in the Bay Area. Like you can get it in Berkeley, I think. Um, <sighs> so far. Yeah, it's so far away to drive. A real. I'm gonna actually. I was gonna do that this week. Is figure out what it takes to get a screening here. Yeah. Find um, out. Yeah. See if we can host a screening here in Sacramento. Maybe the Heating Up Podcast can host a screening of Woman at War because it looks really good. Yeah, it does. It's about a woman takes down, I don't know, some telephone pole. Or no, it's a, what is it? I don't even know. We don't know. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Looks great, though. <laughs> Looks great. Anyway. I know she shoots a drone with a bow and arrow. That's yeah, all I, I need saw to know. that. That's, That's all, all we need needed. Know. That is all we needed. I love those videos where you see, like, the hawk take out the drone. Yeah. But I always worry about the hawk. I just hope that it doesn't <laughs> get any lingering injuries. Or it the... swallows the camera or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I am all for them being taken out. But I just hope that it doesn't hurt the hawk in any way. Yes. Because that would not be worth it. No, no, not at all. Yeah. So this week, current no news. No news. Okay. Great news. No news is good news. Yeah. We're not going to get into it. Uh, although we do have the poll we can talk about. Did what you, poll? I don't know if you saw this. The Reuters poll. I did not. They polled Democratic likely voters about the new can- about all the candidates and everything. And they polled them about the issues. And what I found was surprising is the number one issue for Democratic primary voters was taking aggressive action to slow the effects of climate change. <laughs> It beat out healthcare. 82% of uh, people in the poll suggested that it was a very important job, and 14% said somewhat important. So combined, that's 96% thought that this was an issue we needed to tackle on. What did, do you have a list of like what most to least important yes, issues? Yes, I do. Okay. The next one was, of course, health insurance, which had 91% say it was very or somewhat important, but very was only 75 so it went from 82 to 75%. Okay. And then the next one was taking executive action if Congress fails to pass stricter gun laws. That was 83. Okay. Then making public college tuition free, 78%. Uh, okay. Impeaching Donald Trump, 71%. Okay. 63% paying reparations to the descendants of enslaved people. Okay. And then 60% restoring voting rights to all convicted felons, regardless of the severity of their crime or whether they have finished serving their sentence. I don't hear anything about making sure that women continue to be have access to reliable, safe abortion. No, that's not on not the list. Not on the list. No, surprisingly, they didn't ask that as we get the sweeping Handmaid's Tale legislation In coming Georgia. through. In and, Georgia. And a few other states, right? Georgia was the big one with the yeah. six-week ban and then... Like, you can't even go out of state? Yeah, if you go out of state to get one, it's considered, like, conspiracy to commit murder. <laughs> yeah crazy uh, uh i mean i mean i'm laughing at it but not really no, not really at all it's just shocking it was, i have to say listen i know this is a environmental podcast i'm gonna have to say women's rights should be number one and then environmental rights number two because if women don't have access to even basic things that they need we're not gonna be able to save the planet either i'm sorry, sorry. yeah i mean that's not wrong there i mean there's just so much going on there that it's just insane how how quickly these things that we thought were enshrined and legislated already done decided before i was back. born yeah they've just been rolled back and just sweeping movements and then of course the courts have been packed with conservative justices to lock in these new 
changes. It's just very scary. Not great. And the Democrats don't even have it on their top 10 issues. So this was, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Glad to hear it. We're but concerned about convicts being able to vote. Listen, uh, I don't know what my opinion is on that, to be honest, but it serves a lot less important than a woman's right to have bodily autonomy. I don't know. I'll tell you what the number one issue for Republicans always is. <clears throat> a woman's right not to have bodily autonomy. So Yeah, no, that's... Uh not good. Not and, good, Bob. Well, this is probably why they're winning this this battle. It's always their number one issue, and it's not even in our top ten. So, of course, they're beating us on that one. Yeah. Wonderful job. Great Depressing, yeah, right? I thought we were talking about the news. <laughs> yeah, we weren't going to do the terrible news, but I feel like, yeah, that was kind of important to mention that uh, the news is terrible. So, all of it. All of it. We did uh, yesterday go for a little bit of an excursion. We did. Yeah, we went to Denio's Farmer's Market Swap Meet. An auction. Yeah, there's a little jingle, but I don't know. Was that a real jingle from it? I don't know. Okay. They added the swap meet part at one point. Used to be Denio's Farmer's Market and auction. What's new at Denio's this week? Oh, God. Denio's. Uh, Let's all make sure he stops doing that. Uh, Denio's is good. We went very, very, very early in the morning. There was about 15 of... I yeah, don't know if I saw any other customers. There were a few, but most places weren't even done setting up by the most time we realized <laughs> we had had our fill of denials. Most of them were still covered up. Yeah. Well, I I mean, we had to kind of do, you know, pick your poison with you and denials because it was either going to be really early, which you're going to hate, or it was going to be late and there would be crowds of people and heat, which you would also hate. So I feel like I picked the better choice between which grumpy Corinne I was going to have to deal with. Uh, Corinne who woke up too early and is angry, or Corinne who was stuck in the heat with a thousand idiots all trying to haggle over stolen goods. Also, you, know? you hate the heat and afternoon large groups. So it was like, a double hate. I feel like over the years, I've built up much more of a tolerance while you've become more of a vampire. I don't know that you I have. go out every afternoon and play soccer and... Woo! Wait a second. In you, the heat of the year, in July, not the in temperature. August, I'm talking about people. I do way more events. Oh lord! And Let's please I'm listen to Derek talk about how great are. he is and how much better he is than me. Some more, please. Is that what I'm saying? I feel like I'm saying I go out into crowds more than MJ's you. MJ shaking is, her head is yes. That's what he's saying. I, all I'm saying here is that I go into large groups of people way more often than you do in life nowadays. Okay. And sure. I think that that's undeniably true. Undeniably. Okay. So back to deny those farmers market and swap meet and auction and auction although we missed the auction we didn't go for the auction no, we didn't stay quite long enough um yeah it was uh it was an interesting experience lots of buckets of rusty knives yeah, stolen tools yeah we, so we did go with kind of an eye towards how would this be to find gear to get your preparedness up and it was not bad as far as it goes we ended up not buying a ton we bought a couple of bags some like tactical looking cool bags for building bug out bags i did immediately pull off the american flag uh velcro (laughs) so we got some bug out bags we bought one for an adult and one for a kid which mj has been wearing around the house constantly last two (laughs) in the house just in case she's ready to go how is this cool um so we'll actually be that's our next project because we're wrapping up the two-week preparedness stuff, Corinne. We're pretty prepared. Pretty done with what we've got. So, so we've done food and water and medicine and communications. And what else did we do? I don't know. What have we done? You weren't even listening to me, were you? No, I no. was dead on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. Anyways, today, though, we have 
second to last of the two weeks preparedness. Today we're going to talk about three related issues. We're going to talk about heat, we're going to talk about light, and we're going to talk about fire. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, These uh, we kind of combined them all because neither one of these takes a ton of time for basic preparedness. They're related. I mean, yeah, and they're, they seem to be grouped together. Like These things are like one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we want to kick it off. We can kick it off with fire. All right. So being able to light a fire in an emergency is important. Right. Uh, Just rub two sticks together, Derek. Anybody can do it. Learn the skill. Yeah. Well. Just need... kidding. So being able to light a fire in an emergency is important because you need to be able to cook your food outside, or you need to be able to, you know, signal that you're in a location, or you need to be able to get warmth and light and heat and the other things out of it. So cook... starting a fire is important. Or you need to be able to burn down a fracking well. You know that sort of stuff. <laughs> Just slip that right in there. Yeah. You know, the basic reasons anyone has ever needed to light a fire for the last 10,000 years will be important when we don't have electricity. Correct. So there are about a million different fire starter kits and styles and things you can learn. And as Corinne kind of pointed out, yeah, you can try and do it, you know, using bushcraft. Anyone who's ever been in the scouts is probably going to remember. I was just talking with my uncle about this at Easter, uh, trying to light a fire using, you know, the bow, the bow method with a couple of sticks. You rub two sticks together. And you try and get it to get a, create a spark and then that spark to get an ember and that ember to f- suddenly light a fire. You could spend like three hours doing this and, and never do fire. it. And you'd watch and there'd be like 20 scouts doing it. And the one scout who would get, finally get it done probably cheated. Probably and, cheated. And yeah, it's just not a great way to, to light a fire. So, I mean, knowing those skills is kind of important. It's a good skill to have. But you better have a more reliable method of starting a fire on you at all in most times during an emergency. And the easiest, most inexpensive, best way to do this is simply a Bic-type lighter. Just pick up a bunch of them. They are cheap. They are readily accessible. You can buy them at any grocery store, any AM, PM anywhere in america you can very buy these easy things. click <laughs> super quick if you want a great discount you can go on to like amazon and buy like 50 for 20 bucks or something it's ridiculous how cheap they are they work they light fires they're light you don't even know you're carrying them throw them you know buy that 50 pack and put one anywhere you might possibly have a need to light a fire put it in your go bag put it in your car put it in your emergency supplies put it anywhere you might need a fire then you're set yeah, so those work, and if you want an upgrade, they have the butane lighters a lot of people have in their home, the like stick ones with a little bit longer neck on them. Those are nice. Those are nice. Those are also pretty darn cheap when you really yeah, get down to it. They're like two, three bucks a pop. I'm sure you can find some cheaper if ones. you buy them in bulk, I'm sure they're even cheaper. I like the ones with the bendy neck on them. Did you? Yeah, it's some, they can be useful to like, because sometimes like emergency fire start or fire kits or whatever, you have to get kind of into a weird crack to light it, mm. so it's hard to get a but- you know, little Bic lighter in there. Um, so those neck ones can be good. They're also, a lot of them, most of them are refillable too, which is nice. So you can buy some refillable fuel and keep using the same ones. So a little upgrade from your Bic lighters. But uh, for lighting a fire, that's the best way to have it. Just have those things, have a bunch of them, have them everywhere. You should learn other skills. And there are other ways to start a fire. I mean, people are used to like those flint and magnesium sticks where you you know strike the steel and it creates sparks. Cool. Those are cool, but they're not nearly as, you know, easy. They're not as easy as just clicking a lighter. Matches are good, but if they get wet... Sure, and then they have a super fancy like survival matches that can light when they've been soaked in water for 24 right. hours or whatever. And those are great, but they're expensive and why need them when a big lighter is 50 cents or whatever. Right. So just use that. Like I said, buy a 20-pack and just throw them everywhere. Can't recommend them enough. 
Yeah, so those bigger ones are better at home when you're when space isn't a premium. And you can also get novelty lighters. Those are fun in an emergency. You can get one shaped like a fish or like a gun or like a milk carton. Yeah, you can find all <laughs> sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, that's part of yeah, your... Because humor is important in an emergency. So right? We talk about everyone's the mental all stressed aspect. out. Everybody's waiting for you to cook that can of beans. And then you pull out your little lighter and it's shaped like a pig. And everyone's or like, oh, so cute. Or a gun or something, yeah. depending on your likes. Yeah, I guess so. Um, also basic matches. Like, yeah, we said there are survival matches, having some basic matches around the house, those longer stem matches, strike anywhere matches. Again, super cheap. You probably already have them. Yeah. Just pack a couple of them, pack a box in your survival box. And it's good to have a couple of different ways, right? It's yeah. Just... You should always have backups and secondary off options. But yeah, number one is that, is that lighter. Dude, there are tons of other cool gadgets. And I think we'll get into some of those later, um, when we get into more bushcraft stuff or like survival type skills. Yeah, lighters, easiest way to light a fire in an emergency. Yeah. Yeah, one of the nice things about fire, it provides heat, mm. which moves us right into the next section. But heat. Derek, the globe is warming. We don't need heat. Sure. I mean, <laughs> obviously, your situation depends quite a bit on how much you prepare for having heat or not having heat. So here in lovely Sacramento, it drops below freezing like maybe three times a year. Listen, it's, 40 degrees is cold. Yeah, exactly. So here... When we talk about staying warm, it's really like, okay, have some warm clothes, have a winter jacket, and have some extra blankets hanging around, and you're set. Maybe do whereas, some jumping jacks here and there. Yeah, whereas if you're in Minnesota and it regularly gets to like negative 50, you're going to probably want to prepare for the cold a lot more. Because when the power goes out, if it's cold, and the power went out quite a bit during these winter storms this past winter. They were so severe, they knocked out power. Can you imagine not having your heater when it's negative 50 outside? I can't even imagine what negative 50 is like. To me, that's like living on Pluto. I don't know what... That's not even human livable. That's not a thing. Well, it's not. You wouldn't survive very long out there. So preparing for that stuff. And there's a ton of stuff you can do to get your home ready, more insulated. You know, tricks you can use to keep it warm. Um, but one thing that is nice to have, and because they're pretty, again, pretty cheap option. They do a really good job of keeping you alive in the cold. Are those like Mylar emergency blankets? You know, the space blankets. The ones you see on like uh, fire fire emergencies or police officers, they have those like just with them, right? Yeah, they give them to you for shock. But yeah, they're they're really small and compact. They're cheap. You can buy them by the dozen. They on... don't look warm. I got to say, they don't look warm or comforting. Like if I was uh, stranded, I'd be like, oh, thank God I've got this... <laughs> plastic to aluminum foil this is very comforting to my mental health it seems like what does this do does it really keep you warm yeah they're survival blank they will keep you they are really good at capturing your body heat it so. seems like they're nothing like it's like a little piece of i always thought it was like a joke this is a joke blanket this joke. isn't real life <laughs> this is it's science Grant. it's science yeah Sorry. so the, but yeah buying a pack of those and keeping them even if you're in a place where it doesn't get too terribly cold is good if you're cold at 40 degrees you're cold at 40 degrees sure and just keeping yourself at a higher temperature is always going to be better um conversely more and more you're getting into places where the power goes out when it's super hot so Ugh. like when it's 120 out in phoenix that can stress the grid enough to where there's brownouts or blackouts and then all of a sudden you know you've got to deal with extra heat um, yeah. and staying cool in uh, the in an emergency can also be a problem and i think we'll deal with both of those on their separate issues separate uh separate times specifically i was but, gonna say what can you do to stay colder i mean stay out of the sun that's it you there's can, not a lot i mean you can keep your you can get those evaporative blankets you can do oh, okay. all sorts of stuff you know applying tactical water to your pressure points this is one thing that i learned that worked out really well is putting water on your pressure points or on your temples or on 
you know, your neck. Why does that work? It makes you feel much cooler because that's where the blood is flowing through. The reason it's a pressure point is that there's a lot of capillaries and a lot of like blood flow in that area. And so like applying the water to those spots or applying cooling like a piece of ice to your, to your, uh, what do you call it, your wrist or to your temple or to your neck, it really cools you so much faster than other things. But there's other tricks as well. But we'll kind of, I think we'll do our own episode of that. Like once we get into the super hot summer. We'll kind of do a, God. You know, how to stay cool. Episode. We'll do it. We'll record from a pool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> take it outside. I almost wanted to take it outside today, like go down to the park and record. But, but allergies. Yeah, allergies. <laughs> allergic to the earth, really. You're allergic all year long. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways. We're on light now? Light. And again, fire creates light, right? Right. Um, light is something that you're going to need during an emergency because, again, once you lose electricity, it's going to be really hard to see in the dark. Mm-hmm. So finding ways to get light. Obviously, fires do that, but you don't really want to use your camp stove as your primary light source. No, <laughs> it's maybe not. not the most effective way. Obviously, the number one issue for this, the thing you probably already have a ton of, are flashlights. Flashlights. Yeah, even I, I have those. Yeah, I really like. I mean, we were old, we're old enough to remember pre LEDs. And so I remember, like, even, you know, like, a nine-inch flashlight was super heavy because you had, like, three double-D batteries yeah. in it. Yeah. And it would, like, clang everywhere. And it wasn't it didn't even put out a ton of light. It was just no, this heavy, just bulky item. a little item. spear of light that is basically, like, just see one little two-inch uh, circle on the floor. Yeah. And now, again, at every AM, PM in the world, you can buy a little two-inch flashlight with, like, 15 LEDs stuffed into the top that bright, burns brighter than a thousand suns. Um <laughs> And, you know, runs off of a watch battery or whatever. Right. So I really like those. They're dirt cheap. You can buy a bunch of them. Again, have them everywhere. The problem with the little ones is you do lose them all the time. So there's yeah. always... A... But you can clip them to things. Clip them to a backpack. Clip them to uh, your keychain. Just there, That is part is you can maybe not lose all of them. Yeah, they may <laughs> be better for, you know, your go bags or your travels or your car kits and things like that at home where space is not... Or space and weight aren't so much a premium. Having a nice hefty mag light sometimes can be really cool too. Right. Um, and those double as a weapon, you can beat someone with a mag light. Yeah, oddly, our dad was really into like talking about. I've got my mag light in the car, like it was like some sort of se- like our option for uh, murder in some scenario. I don't like, know. Do you not remember that, Dad? I've got no. my mag light, and I was just like, okay, I guess you're gonna beat someone to death with that. Is that is that our big option? I don't remember this at all. But I guess we could use it as a hammer too. You know? could use it as a hammer. They're just kind of indestructible. They're mostly waterproof. They're you know they make some pretty tough flashlights nowadays so we're living in a golden age of flashlights out there corinne cheap and great cheap and great leds are great um another option that's good for emergencies although it does make you look a bit like a dork are the headlamps oh yeah no i don't recommend that i'm gonna have to step into the hard no on this one i do not recommend you get a headlamp okay rule number one when we were taught flashlight etiquette and this was very important in my family was that you point the flashlight down and never in anyone's face never even above the waist was like the rule and you're gonna put a freaking light on your head you're gonna be no uh-uh i get it it's okay, so well, your hands are free biggest concern in an emergency isn't whether they're talking to their per- to their friend and having their flashlight shown in their face it's what they can see whether they're running from the zombies or okay Derek. Well, when society breaks on. down if we lose our politeness what do we have uh hopefully food water <laughs> shelter no heat. 
Hard no right. on the headlamp. Don't do it. Stop. Don't be a loser. Okay, well, that's not so much the expert opinion. Mm. Not that my opinion is expert. I'm stealing this from other people. Sure. But headlamps have the added benefit of being hands-free. So you I can, understand. So, like, if it's dark and you're trying to make your macaroni and cheese dinner and you don't want to hold your flashlight put it in your or mouth. put it in your mouth, <laughs> uh, you can have your hands-free with the headlamp. They're, they're, there's good uses for headlamp. They're small. They're portable. Okay, how about this? If you're just regular old camping... Don't wear a headlamp. You don't need it. Are you spelunking? No. Quit it. A lot of runners wear them. Stop it, runners. Why? It's good for running. What? Are you going to run with a flashlight in your mouth? Is that what you're going to do, Chris? I don't know. Don't run at night. What's wrong with you? Get out of there. <laughs> okay. Anyways. It's not natural. Headlamps are a nice option. Or not. Or not. Whatever. Um, but headlamps and flashlights both are directional lights, right? So they only shine in the direction you point them. Correct. Uh, so if you're trying to light up a room or a tent or a larger space, you want something that's omnidirectional, some sort of lantern. And again, lanterns exist both gas and light. So we bought a little tiny LED one when we did our... Drug- I have it. Yeah. You stole all the stuff. Uh, you gave it to me. Yeah. You're, you're, you said your wife wanted to get rid of it, so I took it. So I let you pick out what you wanted. Let's <laughs> you, be fair. You just like, grabbed the box. No, and took it. I, I wanted said, the bin back. I said, Derek, what are bin? you talking about? I said, Derek, tell me what you want, and you picked out like <laughs> some batteries or something. I was like, okay, then I'll take what you don't want. Anyway, this is argument corner. Anyways, please continue. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Lanterns. Lanterns. <laughs> Lanterns are important. As I said, you can and buy cheap. a little LED ones. Um, they There's a ton of different camping options for ones that use batteries. Crank, of course. Crank ones. And again, with all flashlights, having a, a next level up is having one that hand cranks because then you don't have to worry about having extra batteries um, or batteries running out. You can always crank them. And crank ones also tend to be able to charge electronics. Yes. So that's all added benefit of one that has a hand crank option. So you get a lantern, get one that has a hand crank. Uh, Uncle Dan was saying that he had a lantern. It's a gas-powered one, but that also functioned as a cooktop. Um, He said it didn't do a very good job, but it was like his (laughs) third option for cooking food. Okay, well, Um, as a third option. Yeah. If you do get one... So lanterns are nice. There are LED and other light bulb versions of it. There are also traditional butane or gas propane lanterns. If you do get a propane lantern or a gas-burning lantern, make sure it's rated for use in the house. Okay, Um, right. You don't want to blow it up. Yeah, a lot of them are outdoor-only use or not for indoors. Don't use those indoors, guys. Come on now. It says it right on it. It's called the rulesies. Yeah. Have one for indoors and have that for outdoors. Be be. Be good about following those sort of rules. They're there for a reason, guys. They're to protect us. <clears throat> Idiots. Yeah, of course. But one of the nice things about the propane ones is they often use the same propane tanks your that your cooktops. So, you know, that way you can, you know, buy multiple of the same gas. That way you don't have to have like 15 different gases. So being cognizant of that, it's not a bad idea. Going back for a minute to the heat source, this reminded me of there are indoor heaters so there are like electric heaters that don't use bat that use batteries or they use gas to heat again mm. make sure that those are indoor rated they have outdoor heaters and they have indoor heaters probably don't put it near your fuzzy blanket or something yeah, like that. yeah. Be, be cognizant of a fire in that case that's a bad kind of fire uh, <laughs> so you know it creates the wrong, wrong kind of heat burning down your home in the winter is not a great you plan you don't have a shelter anymore yeah so use indoor safe heaters and yeah. light lanterns and then the last issue for light as well is, you know, fire and heat, is candles. Candles have been around forever because they're great. They produce light and heat and Can warmth. be very cheap. Yep, they are dirt cheap. You can buy them anywhere all the time. 
but some candles are better for our purposes than others. Obviously, if all you have around your house are your lavender-scented relaxing candles... They will work. They'll work. But it might not be a bad idea to invest in some longer-lasting candles. One of the candles, you, if you Google emergency candle or survival candles, what you'll find oftentimes are liquid-fueled candles. They come in a bit of a glass jar. I've got one of those. Yeah, and they say, like, emergency candle on 112-hour burn time or sure. something. What that is is it's liquid paraffin. That's the fuel source for it. And what's nice about liquid paraffin as a fuel source is, unlike your little voltive candles or whatever... They don't put off smoke or odor, so it won't smell like there's something on fire, and it won't uh, put smoke into a house or anything like that, like another candle might. They burn for a long time, and if you Google search liquid paraffin candle rather than emergency candle, you tend to find some that are a little bit cheaper. <laughs> I found that uh, typing in emergency something Adds or, a little 20%. or tactical something, yeah, or you know, survival something, it gives you the exact same replies if you didn't add that adjective, only it costs more. Right. So if you go liquid paraffin candles, uh, you'll probably find some that aren't rate, you know, emergency rated, but if they're the same size and they burn the same fuel, guess what? The, the same, same damn thing. thing. So having some of those, like you said, most of them are rated for about 100 hours, 120 hours. Um, They're just kind of a big jar with a wick on it. And the wick uh, is designed to produce a decent amount of light, which is nice. They're generally not designed to be used for cooking on. Although you can buy those solid state candles. You've probably seen them most often used for like chafing dishes or like in uh, catering, the things that keep food warm. Mm Mm-hmm. You can buy just packs of those little candles. They're usually made out of like a solid wax that burns super hot. Um, And those are decent enough for cooking on or for getting some warmth out of. But uh, yeah, liquid uh, paraffin candles are a great idea. As always, like we said with fire guys, be careful when you're lighting candles around the house. Don't put them next to any drapes or cloth or anything that might catch on fire. Never have lit candles while you're asleep or what have you. Don't want to burn your house down. That's the whole goal here is to be safe, not to... Uh, burn yourself out of the house and if you are using fire or heat this might be a good time to recommend our other big purchase buy yourself a fire extinguisher guys oh have, yeah have a fire don't extinguisher don't have in your house. one of those you should have one even when you're not in an emergency because you can catch your kitchen on fire pretty your easy. house can catch on fire your attic can catch on fire your house houses catch on fire do you all have a fire extinguisher time. we do it expired though oh yeah we need to get it serviced. it still probably works i mean that i mean you should get it get a new one yeah but I have a feeling the expiration in those are generous. I have no idea. I don't want to test it, though. So let's, let's not. Yeah, let's just get a new one or get it updated or however you do it. But yeah, they have tons of fire extinguishers you can buy for your home. Have one near your stove. You should have one anyways, but keeping an extra one in your emergency kit may not be a bad idea as well. But you should have one that's easy to access for when your kid decides to bake brownies and turn, catch the house on fire or whatever might happen. Don't look over here, MJ. Yeah. So that's basically light, heat, and fire. Pretty simple stuff. Most of these things don't require a ton of purchases or extra special skills. You may even have already a lot of these. Yeah, just kind of stuff you have to be cognizant of. And like we said, with most of your emergency supplies, you want to keep those set aside. So it's not okay to just be like, okay, well, I have a lighter in my kitchen, and I'll also use that as my emergency lighter. Go out, treat yourself to another $2 lighter. You know, another, you know, nice Or designate lighter. your least favorite Bath and Body Works candle as, never mind, this is not going to be used here. I'm going to put it in this spot. Yeah, put it in your emergency supply kit. And then as time allows, buy yourself a, 
$115, or not $115. hour. Yeah, they're only like 20 bucks or even less. You no, can probably they're... find them on cheap. Yeah, just make sure don't write emergency. Yeah, or even, yeah, just keep on, what I do for some items that are a little bit pricier, like in the $100 plus range, is put those alerts on it. Right, and Amazon will tell you. Yeah, so when one drops on cheap, you oh, I can pick this up now and do that little upgrade. But in the meantime, you've got your, like, well, one of the things we bought, again, during our last prep off was uh, I bought a little candle, you know, big, tall candle. It's like an 80-hour candle. Put it in there. That's perfectly fine. And then you can upgrade as time allows. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so light, heat, and fire. And with that, we've basically covered the vast majority of categories that you want to get prepped for for a random emergency so not so bad no really when you get down to it there's a few miscellaneous items we'll cover in two weeks and then we're going to move on to bug out bags the exciting part this is the flashy part this is the fun part this is what those crazies always talk about their bug out bags yeah so so far all of our prepping stuff has been geared towards getting your home ready because the ideal is to stay in place right you already know your home. You can secure your home. You can have more stuff there because you don't have to carry it everywhere. It can just sit in the garage or sit in your cupboard. But not every emergency allows you to do that. I mean, the classics are things like fires here, where if there's a fire coming for your house, they're going to tell you to evacuate. Or hurricanes, where it's a real fight or flight, right? It's, you know, you're supposed to get out of the way or things like that. So in those cases, what do you do? What can you bring? How do you make sure you get it all? Um, that's where your bug out bag comes into place. And there are so many acronyms. And this is where prepping goes from like a sane aspect of like, hey, you should be prepared for emergencies to real crazies real quick. Like you just round a corner and all of a sudden you're like, no, oh, no, I entered crazy town. Yeah, bug out so, bag. That's the line. What's the difference between what's a, well, bug out bags are important. Like we even talked with uh, the person last week, Faye, who had essentially a bug out bag, mm-hmm. right? One of her prepares, she had a backpack by her front door with food and supplies and water and stuff. That's the basics of what that is, right? So we should get into what exactly you want to think about, what type of bags are better than others. And then we'll kind of get into some of that prepper nomenclature. There's so many words and acronyms that they use. Like there's inch bags and there's, uh, you know, get home bags and there's all sorts of crazy stuff you shouldn't bother with. Or and what they mean and why what and what the differences between them are, but your basic kind of supply bag is next. Okay, well that was our show this week, I guess. Real simple, easy preps, and then like we said, we'll get into bug out bags here in a couple weeks. Next week, back to the news and nonsense. Um, news nonsense and the sexy bug out bags. Yeah, if you've got corrections or ideas for us, let us know. Yes, again, please give me more corrections where Derek is wrong and I am right. More yeah. of that, please. Yeah. Great. Um, you can give us a correction or a shout out on Twitter or Facebook, a Heating Up Podcast, or you can email us, heatinguppodcast at gmail.com. Great. Thanks. Tell your friends and have a great day. Oh.